Good morning, everybody. Welcome to October the 29th. This is Tuesday morning. We are in year C, proper 26, or the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. And today we will cover the Old Testament passage for the week, which is Isaiah chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. So I'll read the passage and provide a couple of thoughts of reflection. And then we'll spend some time praying along these lines. Thanks for being here on a Tuesday morning on When I Rise. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, you people of Gomorrah. The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough burnt offerings of rams of the fattened, fat of fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to appear before me, who ask, has asked you for this, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moons, Sabbaths, and convocations, I cannot bear your worthless assemblies. Your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals, I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me, and I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourself clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the cause of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. This is the word of God for us. Let me offer a couple of things from the text this morning as we get to a time of prayer. Uh, the book of Isaiah is a long book. Obviously, it's one of the, it is the longest of the writing prophets in the Old Testament. And uh, really, the narrative of Isaiah begins to pick up a little bit later than this. But this is the first um, of the opening words, if you would, uh, maybe the opening statements from God to his people. And we see that this is a bit of a... a a difficult picture here. Um, God's word comes to a group of people and he refers to them as Sodom and Gomorrah. And he talks about a worshipful people. They're busy in the temple courts. They're offering sacrifices. They're stretching out their hands. They're bringing offerings on the specific days of the year, the new moons, the Sabbaths and convocations. Uh, but God is tired of it all. He calls it a trampling in his courts calls these, uh, these sacrifices burdens instead of something that's a blessing. He says your hands are full of blood. So obviously they have got some sort of guilt upon their hands because as we see in other places like in Isaiah 58, on these days in which they offer sacrifices, they're also uh, committing grave injustices in the streets. And so God gives them instructions. He says, wash and make yourself clean in verse 16. He says, take your evil deeds out of my sight. Learn to do what is right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the cause of the widow. But it ends in a wonderful invitation. God says, let's reason and settle the matter, matter, matter together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. And so God wants to deal with his people. Um, this uh, disappointment that God has is not going to endure forever. And uh, this is a, an important point. 
for us, even as religious folks, even those of us who are busy doing religious deeds, uh, we could be doing it with the wrong intention, with the wrong heart, and uh, our, all of our activities are going nowhere. So that's one thing to think about in this text for this morning. But also, uh, this image of our sins being like scarlet and they, them being washed away so that we're white as snow again. Uh, this is one of the popular metaphors for sin in the Old Testament. It's a, it's a stain that we have. Uh, think about the time which you did something and you totally regret it and people know it too and you feel like your reputation's been stained. Uh, think about, I just recently had this happen to me where I kept a pen in my pocket and went through the wash and I got all these ink stains. I'm wondering if I can wear the clothes anymore because of the stain. So I try to cover it up uh, so that it won't draw attention. I think sometimes we're like that in our life where we do things and it's like a stain we can't wash it off and we're trying to keep it out of sight from everyone else and we're ashamed of it god says that if we come to him with a lowly and repentant heart that we can settle the matter and that we can become as white as snow again and though our sins are as red as crimson they shall be like wool again Uh, we'll be a useful garment again and so maybe that we should be dwelling on that this morning dwelling on god's forgiveness for us that we don't have to sit in shame but we can bring all of our missteps and our wrongdoings and our sins to God and God will wash us clean again. So let's spend some time praying over this passage and these themes this morning. Heavenly Father, as we spend some time and pause this morning, allow our souls rise up to meet you. We thank you for this day. We thank you that you've ordered it for us, that you've ordered our steps, that you've allowed us to have life and breath and purpose as we hit the floor this morning and as we get in the roads to go to school or to go to work or as we get to a task list, we thank you that all this is by your divine purpose. This is your story for us. And so we're grateful today. Uh, We're not afraid of today. Uh, We're not uh, um, worried about today. We are not um, despondent about today or indifferent about today. This is not a normal Tuesday. This is a day that you've made So we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. And God, we thank you that you're a merciful God. We thank you for the promises of Scripture, which tell us that you separate our sins as far as the east is from the west to us, that you hurl them into the depths of the sea, that you remember them no more. And so, God, we thank you that with you there is forgiveness. And we thank you for this passage that uh, hits home for those of us who are religious. Because you know at times we think that because that we're busy doing religious things that we must be pleasing you. But we thank you that there's a a window of opportunity that we see in this text uh, for us to reflect further and to think why we're doing the things that we're doing, why we're offering prayers, why we're studying the scripture, why we're giving, uh, why we're organizing religion, why we're doing uh, good deeds out there. Is it for us? Is it for you? And so, God, we um, ask that you would sift our hearts and you allow us to be people of deep sincerity and of a lowly spirit with great humility. Because we think that your word tells us that you give grace to the humble, but you oppose the proud. And so, God, today, as we give ourselves to anything, I pray that you would sift us, that you would uh, sift us as wheat, and that you would find that our intentions are pure and holy in your sight. And, God, we thank you that we don't have to sit in shame because of our wrongdoing. God, there, every single one of us, we've made decisions that we're not proud of. Um, we have uh, taken advantage of people. We've neglected the right things. God, we have uh, hoarded things for ourselves. We have stained somebody else's reputation with our words. We have taken advantage of others. Um, We have neglected to extend forgiveness or to receive forgiveness from someone who's trying to reconcile with us. God, we have missed the mark in so many ways. And so there are things in our life that are like a stain and we are... um, 
We're, we feel shame because of them. Uh, we try to hide them. We hope that nobody sees them. And there's a, a quite uh, the exhaustion that comes with that. And so, God, I thank you this day that those things don't have the last word. But Jesus, that we can come to you and that you will make us white as snow, that you can create in us a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within us. And so, God, this day, we bring our misdeeds to you. We bring our sins to you. And we thank you that we don't have to allow them um, to cast a deep and a wide and dark shadow over our existence. But Lord, you forgive us. You allow us to start over. So God, for some of us this morning, we need that word of starting over. We pray that we might have confidence in your forgiveness, that it would cause us to have courage and a boldness to face our day without shame. God, we thank you that uh, the word tells us that Jesus uh, endured the cross and he scorned its shame that the most humiliating of deaths was something that would not cause shame upon Jesus. And so we think that we're found in Christ and therefore no shame will overwhelm us. So God, allow us to understand forgiveness in a fresh and new way this morning. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.